Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing Christ Podcast. I am your host, Shadora Foy. And today, before we get started into part four of why should we desire God, um, I kind of want to recap what we've talked about so far. So we've still in the section of God is our life, and that's why we should desire him, knowing that he gives us peace, strength, joy, light, and wisdom, and knowledge. So I kind of just want to go over all of those things. Um, Again, this is about connecting our faith with God's promises. So I want to look back at those things and just really connect our faith with the promises of God in these things. So the first one that we talked about was peace and just realizing that God gives us peace and just connecting your faith with that peace of God. God just being with him and praying to him and just making sure that you are constantly when you are in a place where you're worried just knowing that you can cast all your burdens upon God knowing that when you're in a place where you know everything is chaotic and hectic knowing that you can take those seconds and get alone with the father and pray to him in secret you know and he will ease your heart the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds so just remembering that and connecting your faith with that because sometimes it's so easy to worry it's so easy to get so distressed about everything that is going on in the world but just taking that moment and realizing that God has promised peace and that you can tap into that promise of God Um, The second one that we talked about was strength. So knowing that God gives us strength no matter what situation that we're going through, you know, because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You know, we are more than conquerors. So God has given us a strength that no one else in the world has because God is the God of strength. You know, who is mightier than God? Meaning that we have that inheritance of the strength of God within us because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So just being mindful that God has strength and that he desires to give it to us. He desires to give us all that he has within himself because we are his children. So yes, just remembering that. And the next one is joy. So with joy, God gives us an unexpressible joy just knowing that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins knowing that God made us in his image knowing that no weapon formed against us shall prosper you know all those good and joyful things that the Lord tells us and promises to us that is something to truly get excited about I know like um in the podcast when we were talking about joy I really realized how much I did not bask in the joy of God. I know God's word. I love God's word, but I didn't really allow God's joy to be in my heart. And it's not that I was sad all the time or angry all the time. It's just that I never really took a moment and just expressed how joyful I was to God and for having God. So yes, just taking those moments and just being like, God, I love you so much. God, I'm so grateful that you're in my life. Just taking that moment to praise God and to truly be joyful, it will affect you in that moment and it will affect you in your life. Um, The next one that we talked about was light. So the light that God gives us is 
just so illuminating you know it's like so bright it's it's just unexplainable it's so mesmerizing the light that God gives us in our hearts you know the light that God gives us not only to put under a basket and hide but to show it to the world you know so that the light that we have within us cannot be hid so knowing that God's light in our lives will be shown through our lives you know because Jesus Christ came as the light to all men so he shines the light on all men's paths so just knowing that about Christ how he cares for everyone is truly a blessing um the last one we talked about was wisdom and knowledge. So first dealing with wisdom, just understanding that whenever you lack wisdom, God is faithful to give it. He desires to give us wisdom. Wisdom cries aloud so that we may have her. You know, we um, figure that out doing the 31 days of Proverbs, that wisdom cries aloud to us, to desiring us to listen to her. So it's not something that is hidden from us, but it's something that we can obtain easily. All we have to do is seek and ye shall find, you know, ask and it shall be given to you. So we just have to tap into those promises. And then with knowledge, just God is the God of truth and knowledge is facts. So, you know, you could say that knowledge is truth. So God would desire to give us those truths and to make us knowledgeable and to allow us to know things god desires that we know things god does not want us to cut our intelligence want to cut our intelligence off and make us dumb or anything god wants us to know things because when we know things we can do better you know it's like that saying if you know better you'll do better so god truly delights in us knowing the truth and that is where studying God's word comes in, where we study God's word and realize um, the truths of God, the knowledge of God, and really just abide in those things and just really clothe ourselves in the knowledge and in the truth of God. So yes, I just really wanted to recap on all those things because I know this has been a quite a long section for this topic, but it is almost finished and I pray that you guys are enjoying it because I truly am. So today we are on part four of this section. So um, today I wanted to talk about the wealth and needs that God gives. And those are the reasons that he is our life. Um, starting with wealth, because God gives us true wealth. He gives us that ability to tap into wealth, to tap into the riches of God, you know, because he knows the wealth that is in secret places. And he desires that we live in wealth and that we have wealth because when we have wealth, we can bless others. You know, we can do more works for the kingdom. So um, I would love for you all to grab your Bibles, your pencils, papers, anything that you may need to take notes. And let's go ahead and dive in with Proverbs 10 and verse 22. So again, that's Proverbs 10 and verse 22, which states, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. So this is something to truly remember because I know in the world, the world saying is more money, more problems. But in the biblical sense, God is saying that when we allow him 
to make us rich, that he will add no sorrows with it. So he will not add all those problems with our wealth. He will not add all those frustrations with our wealth, but he will allow us to have wealth and actually be able to enjoy it. Um, the next scripture that I would like to turn to is Proverbs 28 and 20. So again, that is Proverbs 28 and 20, which says, A faithful man will abound with blessings, but he who hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So in order to truly get those blessings of the Lord, we must be first faithful to the Lord. We must first show that we love the Lord and not just the wealth that he can give. Because if we hasten to be rich, we will not go unpunished. So meaning that there are people who quote unquote hustle to get rich. There are people who stab people in the back to get rich. There are people who harm others to get rich or steal from others to get rich. And doing it that way, you will not go unpunished. Meaning that at some point, it's going to catch up with you and you're going to lose more than what you gained if that makes sense. So just realizing that it's okay to be faithful. It's okay to do things the right way because at some point you will abound with many blessings. So just holding on to that and keeping your faith connected to that. So sometimes it is discouraging to do the right thing and move in the right way, whether it be with a business idea, whether it be with selling different things or just being faithful to God and just trusting in him to make you rich. Sometimes it does get a little tiring, but you must be faithful. Those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So you must be faithful in those things because you will abound with blessings. Um, the next scripture I would like to turn to is Deuteronomy 8 and 18. So again, that is Deuteronomy 8 and 18, which says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. So yes, just remembering, even in the time when God blesses you with wealth, just remembering that the Lord our God is the one who gives the power to get wealth. So it's not the devil, it's not the world, it's not your family, it's not the government, but it is God. God is the one who gives the power to gain wealth. So that is something to truly remember because sometimes it's so easy to rely on other people for the things that we need or the things that we want. It's so easy to rely on the government to provide food stamps or to provide health care or to provide different things for us and monies for us. It's so easy to rely on a job to give us our paychecks or our parents to pay for things that we need. But when do we ever seek God for 
who is the one who holds the power to get wealth? When do we really seek him in those things? And yes, God blesses others to bless us. Yet at some point, it is good to just go to the source. It is good to just go to God and say, God, you are the one that gives the power to gain wealth. And I desire wealth. That is a desire of my heart. And I will delight myself in you. I will be faithful to you so that I may get this desire of my heart. Um, the next scripture that I would like to turn to is Matthew 6, 19 through 21. So again, that is Matthew 6, 19 through 21, which states, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. Verse 21, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So this one, um, these verses are talking about just not laying up our treasures here on earth, putting our heart because in verse 21, it says for where your treasure, where, sorry, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So just knowing that our treasure should not be here on earth. Though we desire wealth and though we desire to live a nice life and have nice things, our treasure is not in this world where people can steal it, where moths and locusts can get it and eat it up, where the dust can destroy it and make it look old or rust or different things. Our treasure is not here on earth where it can be destroyed or stolen from us. But our treasure is with God. Our treasure is in God because our hearts should be in God. And where our treasures is, there our heart will be also. So our treasures should be with God and with the Lord Almighty. And saying that our treasure should be there, saying that our hearts should be there as well. Um... The next scripture that I like to turn to is Ephesians 1 and 18. So again, that is Ephesians 1. 1 and 18 which says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints so um i like the kind of close to the middle part of this verse where it says knowing that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? So knowing what we have, knowing what, what our inheritance is, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, knowing truly what we have. And that's the reason why I'm kind of doing this, why we should desire God topic, because so many times we don't realize what our inheritance is in 
Christ Jesus. We don't realize that we've inherited our peace, our strength, our joy, our light, our wisdom, and our knowledge, our wealth, and our needs. Sometimes we forget that we have inherited those things through Christ. We forget the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Sometimes we forget those things and we need to be reminded of those things. That is why it is a true need and it should be a desire to hide the word of God in our hearts and to make sure that we are constantly studying the word of God so that we may constantly be reminded of who we are and what we have in Christ Jesus. So that was the last scripture for wealth. So just truly, excuse me, understanding that we have wealth in Christ Jesus. Sometimes in our families, it doesn't look like it, but that's because we're, we're leaning on our families. If our family has been in poverty, sometimes we're leaning to fall into that same situation because of what our families have. But sometimes we need to forget about our families and remember what family we've been adopted in. God is a very rich God. You know, he, Jesus Christ was far from poor, you know? So it's like just understanding that God has never been poor. So why would he want his children to be poor? So just understanding that God wants to make us wealthy. God wants us to have nice things. God wants us to be able to do good things with our wealth. So yes, just knowing that and knowing that God never wants us to be stuck where we can't have our desires or where we can't have our needs. But it all starts with delighting in God and just understanding what we have and being faithful to God. Um, the next part of this podcast that I wanted to talk about was our needs. So God supplies all of our needs and we have people in our lives that can supply our needs like um, for the youth or even adults we have parents and families that are help us with our needs we have friends that help us with our needs but there are some needs that we have that people can't supply because they can't even supply it for themselves and one and it could be everything that we've talked about thus far sometimes our family can't supply us with all the wisdom in the world because they don't have all the wisdom in the world. Sometimes our family can't supply us with peace because they're so stressed out. Sometimes our family, our friends, sometimes our friends can't supply us with joy because they have their problems that they're dealing with and they're sad or they're angry about certain things going on. Sometimes people in the world cannot supply us with strength because they're at a weak point. They're at a weak moment in their lives. So just understanding that our needs come from God because peace, love, joy, strength, you know, wisdom, those are all needs. We all need those things. It's not just about a want, but it's truly about a need. And Everybody in the world sometimes can't supply those. Even if it's your pastor, your pastor cannot always supply you with peace because it could be something going on and you're so stressed out and maybe you can't talk to your pastor in that moment. Maybe you can't call on your pastor at that moment. So you must tap into God. You must know God, the one that supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. So with that said, let's go in and allow the scripture to back up that God gives us our needs. 
So we'll start with Philippians 4 and 19. So again, that is Philippians 4 and 19, which says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So knowing that God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, that is so exciting. Because <laughs> how rich is God? God knows the wealth in the secret places. <laughs> you know, God has the power to gain wealth. God is rich in glory. He's rich in all the right areas, <laughs> you know. So knowing that God will supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory, God is the wealthiest person there is, you know. So knowing that all of our needs can get will get met. There's not a need that we could have that God says, oh, I'm not rich enough to supply that. But he will never say that to us because he's always faithful to supply our needs and that much more. Um, the next scripture that I like to turn to is 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. So again, that is 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8, which says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things have an abundance for every good work. So God desires to give us our needs because he wants us to have an abundance for every good work. So every time that we're like, okay, God, I want to do this to, for the kingdom of God. God's like, okay, you have everything you need to do that. It's not, oh God, I would love to do this for the kingdom of God, but I don't have enough money to do this or I don't have enough people to help me out with this. God will always supply our needs so that we have what we need to, to do every good work for the kingdom of God. And not only what we need, but in all things have an abundance for every good work. So not just enough, but more than enough for every good work. Um, the next scripture that I would like to turn to is Matthew 6, 32 through 33. So again, that is Matthew 6, verses 32 through 33, which says, For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So in verse 32, we hear that all the things, even certain things of the world that we may need, like there are the world needs money and us being Christians and God, we need money as well. The world needs clothes on their back and we need clothes on our back as well. So even the things that the Gentiles need are some of the things that we need and God knows every need that we have. But we must seek 
first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to us. So, excuse me, first we must seek God. We must not just depend on ourselves. It doesn't say seek a job application first to get the clothes that you need or the food that you need on your table. No, he says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so all these things can be added to us. So also in this verse, I just would really like to point out that what are we seeking? Are we seeking things of the world to deal with our needs and our problems? Or are we seeking the kingdom of God? Are we seeking his righteousness? So it's sometimes we don't have what we need because we're seeking the wrong thing. We're seeking the wrong help from the wrong places. So we need to be seeking God instead of things of the world. The next scripture that I left to turn to is still in this chapter. It's Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 through 26 which states therefore i say to you do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing verse 26 says look at the birds of the air for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not of more value than they? So these two scriptures are telling us not to worry about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, what we're going to put on, not to worry about those things, not to be so concerned with those things, but know that the Father will provide for us no matter what. The Father is always going to provide our clothing. The Father is always going to provide our food. Make sure that we find something to eat, make sure that we have something to drink. The Father will always provide for us. So there's no need to worry about it. There's no need to put it in our own hands. And the reason why God doesn't want us to worry about it pairs up with the verses um, 33, with verse 33, when it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, meaning that God doesn't want us to be worried about what we're going to eat and what we're going to drink because he wants us to seek the kingdom and seek his righteousness so that while we're seeking, God is providing. So if that makes any sense, God wants us to seek his righteousness. And while we're seeking his righteousness, while we're seeking his kingdom, he's yet providing our clothing. He's yet providing our food. He's yet providing our living area. He's yet providing our friends and the community that we have around us. Just keeping our mindset on God and God is keeping his mindset on us. And that is truly a great relationship. Um, I believe that's a cycle with God, that if we focus on God, while we're focusing on God, God is focusing on us. So that way, it's just a continuous circle of just caring for one another as a relationship should be. Um, the next verse, which is the last verse of this topic, is Psalm 34, 9 through 10. So again, that is Psalm 34, verses 9 through 10, which state, Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. Verse 10 says, The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. 
So just knowing that when we fear the Lord, we shall lack nothing. We shall have not one want when we fear the Lord. You know, when we seek the Lord, we shall lack no good thing. You know, we shall have everything that we need. So that truly is a blessing. So just fearing God and seeking God allows you to get the things that you need. Get the good things that you need. And get the things that you want. It even talks about how we won't even have a want. So it's not even about a need. You know, it's about our wants as well. And to not have a want, God has already supplied our, supplied our needs. And now he's faithful to even supply our wants. So that truly is a blessing. So yes, that is the end of this part four. And we just have one more part to go of this section. Um, the next one, we'll be talking about how God provides us with direction. So yes, this has been truly exciting. Like I really love this section about how, why should we desire God? Because it is a crucial question. You know, why should we praise God? Why should we love God? Why should we desire him? With, sometimes it's so easy to feel like we pour out so much to him, but what does he pour into us? But we need to realize that God pours so much more into us than what we could ever pour out to him. And that's why he's so great. And Sometimes with this busy world, it's hard to sit back and just think about why is God so great to me? What does he do? What does he do for me that really just excites me and makes me love him so much? You know, just thinking about those things and not being ashamed to think about those things. I mean, it's of course we know that God is Alpha and Omega and we praise him, but just knowing why we praise him personally. Maybe you like the peace that God gives more than you like the joy that God gives, you know? And not comparing the two, just saying that that's something that you really need that everybody else can't provide, but only God could provide in your life. And that's what makes you cling to him as much as you do. So yes, that is the end of this podcast. Also, I just wanted to talk about what Growing in Christ has for a quick little second. So um, not only does Growing in Christ have this podcast, but we also have a website, which should be linked in the podcast description. So if you want to go check that out, that would be super great. Um, and in the website, we have all the things linked everything else that we do linked in the website too. So we also have a Tibbs, which is a teen interactive Bible study, and that is hosted on the band app for ages 13 through 20. And there we have discussion posts that everybody will have a chance to answer. And we do that Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So it'd be really great if you could advertise that, or if you are between 13 and 20, join that if you would like to. And then also we have a blog. So on the website, the Growing Christ website, there is a blog there. And I'm very excited to start this blog. Um, we have so far one post up and it's um, talking about what's in your house. So it is a really great blog. It also talks about um, just how I got started and different things like that. Just a little bit about that and a little bit about me. Um, yeah, and I think that is it. Um, the band, the blog, the podcast. We also have social media. So Growing Christ has an Instagram and a Twitter, which is also linked 
um, to the website and it would be really great if you would check those out and follow those. Um, I try to keep those updated with the things that we are doing. And yes, so that is what the Growing in Christ have. And I'm so excited to be stepping out on faith with Growing in Christ. It has truly been blessing me. Like I always say, um, not only is this helping others to grow, but this is helping myself to grow too. And to just be able to post the podcast, post the blogs, do the tips, and just really thinking about God and making God a part of what I'm doing and a part of my livelihood has been such a blessing to just in my work life and in my personal life. So I am so excited. Um, so yes, <laughs> that is all I want to say on this podcast. And I love you all. And like I said in the beginning, just connecting your faith with all the promises of God. So far, we know so many promises of God. So that's a lot of pouring out of our faith that we can do already. And I'm sure that we can see some magnificent and mind-blowing, jaw-dropping results from God because he is truly faithful to perform. So yes, I love you all. And I pray that you all receive this and just share it and share it with your family and your friends and goodbye.